Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, January the 11th, 2024. It is currently 7.31 p.m. Central Time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, this is one of those situations where I had three things really in front of me. One of them was the lectionary reading for today, which was 1 Samuel chapter 4, I think like verses 1, chapter 4 verses 1 through 7, something along those lines, which is a very interesting text. I thought about maybe using it maybe as a Bible pop quiz. I thought about using it as a devotional message. I thought, I thought a lot of different things I could do with it. I'm like, okay, that's pretty interesting. At the same time, I received an email let's just say, extremely critical of what I do on this broadcast. They seem to be under the impression that I never open the Bible. I never open the Bible, <laughs> which I, I I have to laugh. Like, I was a little taken back. I'm like, the one thing this broadcast has never been accused of is not opening the Bible. I mean, literally over 3,000 hours of content, on at least on the Sermons 2.0 app. Uh, if you go to Spreaker, I, I would have to add it all up. It's probably over 4,000 uh, hours of content. I mean, there's entire exegetical studies of, of books of the Bible. There's Bible study exercises. There's a Bible pop quiz. There's devotional messages. There's hermeneutical messages. There's theological messages. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't, I don't know how much I'm supposed to open the Bible. I guess if I, if I talk about something, maybe, maybe some kind of current event or something going on, I'm just supposed to open up and read a random scripture. I don't like, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to say this and I'll just read a random scripture, just say this and read a random script. I don't know what that is supposed to prove, right? It's almost like using the Bible in a much more superstitious way, right? If, if a discussion requires an exegetical look at a text, then okay, but I can just rip verses out of context and throw verses at a current event. But that, that's not the way, that's not the way I'm going to handle the Bible. Maybe others want to. So, so it's really, and, and I guess there's a concern because I don't pray. I, I, I guess I'm supposed to pray on the air. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how they know when I pray or when I don't pray. I, I don't, I, I, again, sometimes email. So I could turn this on and have a long, lengthy discussion about the email. I guess I could go maybe try to prove how much I could sit here for the next five hours just playing clips of myself opening the Bible. I don't know. Uh, so I so I thought about I literally thought about responding to that. I'm like, you know what? Nah, I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. So I wanted to do the lectionary reading. Then I possibly wanted to do a, a response to the email. But even and which was really frustrating because you know looking at First Samuel. That could have been much more edifying if I wasn't looking at an email, basically, you know, and, and this email got mean, at least to me. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to read the email or anything, but it, it just, it was mean spirited and it was just, it was just frustrating. But I'm like, okay, all right. Well, what, what, what can I do? I mean, the only thing I could basically do is like, look, there's like two million, three million messages on the, on the sermon audio platform. Go, go. I mean, 
pick something that's more to your liking because clearly I'm not. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know what else I can say. So, uh, so that kind of then distracted me from uh, the first Samuel. And then, as many of you know, it's January the 11th. I mean, of course, you know it's what day it is. But you know that in the month of January and for all of 2024, we are currently involved in what we're calling the Sermons 2.0 App Sermon Challenge for 2024, where you're supposed to take the Sermons 2.0 app, hit the Discovery tab, maybe click on Newest, and just pick a sermon at random. Some days I'm giving you very specific topics, but even then you're supposed to be picking sermons at random, listen to it, notebook, notes, all the things we've talked about. And a lot of you are sharing with me what you are listening to. That's great. I mean, the numbers, I mean, are... Compared to the number of people who listen to the podcast, the number of people actually contacting me and showing me what they're listening to is, you know, minimal, 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 which of course could tell me maybe this experiment, maybe this challenge is, isn't really being that productive, but I'm going to stay committed to the challenge because, well, I'm trying, I know, I know it's going to sound weird. I'm trying to get people into the Bible. I'm trying to get people to study the Bible. I'm... I, yeah, as someone who never opens the Bible, it's so weird that I've spent so much of my life trying to get people to actually read the Bible, study the Bible, and hear in sermon. Okay, all right, but I digress. So I'm really, really trying that. And of course, I'm trying to get people to listen to different things, not just me. I'm trying to get people to listen to different things, hearing different perspectives. We've been reviewing some of those sermons. In fact, you know, the other day was all about Psalm chapter eight. Okay, so all, all you know all the things we've been trying to do. Well, someone who's participating in the Bible study ex or the Bible study exercise, the Sermons 2.0 Sermon Challenge. They, they, they've also participated in the Bible study exercises, but someone who's participated in these said, hey, you need to check out something on the Sermons 2.0 app. And I'm like, well, what do I need to check out? And they said, well, if you open up, if you go to the home tab, so if, uh, all of you should do this. If you have the Sermons 2.0 app right now, tap on the Home tab. And as you as you tap on the Home tab, if you down if you if you scroll down, first you're going to see live webcast, which were the top one. That's good. Our numbers not very good, but right there. Then you see featured sermon, staff picks, radio, local broadcasters, followed series, followed broadcasters, newest sermons newest videos, recent history, and then you'll see a section called features. Feature number one is cost of discipleship, Dr. James M. Phillips. The second feature is personalized video messages from Jesus. Unique and meaningful gift... If I can even read this, let me read this again. Personalized video messages from Jesus, unique and meaningful gift video messages from Jesus Christ to your loved ones. Now, when someone pointed this out, I was like, "What? That can't be. On the, that can't be on the Sermons 2.0 app. That that can't be." Let me read that again. Personal video messages from Jesus? I had no idea that there were videos back then. I had no idea. And then these are unique and meaningful gift videos. Uh, gift, gift video messages from Jesus Christ to your loved ones. So wait, I can have Jesus make a video 
for my loved ones? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, like, I'm still, I'm just, I keep looking. I just, it can't be there. But I mean, you look for yourself. If you find it on your app, let me know. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. If you see it, I've just got to read it again. Like my brain is still trying to process this. So, so of all the things that I could talk about the email that was already kind of crazy, I could talk about this amazing passage in first Samuel four, that could be really good. Or I could talk about this and I feel like we have to address this. I, I do. So you look on the app, personalized video messages from Jesus, unique and meaningful gift video messages from Jesus Christ to your loved ones. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, now, for it to be a feature, I'm assuming for it to be a feature, either someone, a part of the of, of, of sermon audio had to decide to put it here, or this is like a paid sponsorship, but or a paid ad. Maybe that's the best way, because underneath that is sponsors. So maybe I shouldn't call it a sponsorship. Maybe, maybe this is an ad. Someone paid for an ad to put on the app. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, how else to understand it, but I'm just like baffled. Like this is here because, because yeah, I, I just don't know, but I'm going to tap on it. I'm going to tap on it. And it takes me to a website called, uh, let me see if I can find it. Christcameos.com. Christcameos.com. And I'm like, this is weird. So very weird. Then it says personalized video messages for your loved ones, a unique gift that stands out and shares the magic of Christ. And it says, get started or see examples. Well, if you hit examples, then, uh, well, I'm just going to go through. It says, see examples. I'm just going to skip down that. Why get a Christ cameo? Unique and meaningful. Every year, people are given paper cards, which can be nice, but there's nothing really special about them. They all end up in a drawer somewhere forgotten. Christ's cameos are completely different and new. They can be shared among friends and saved easily to your phone. Completely customizable. Regular cards from the store have set messages, and so you have to spend time trying to find one with a message that resonates with you. Also, there also there there are only so many options, so finding the one with the right message is difficult. So I guess so. This is supposedly a message from Jesus, but it's customizable. I can make Jesus say whatever I want Jesus to say to my loved one. Like, is that is that what I'm understanding here? Convenient. You don't have to drive to the store and spend time waking up or walking up and down a huge card aisle only to be disappointed with what you find. Christ cameos can be created in minutes and can't be lost in the mail. Then it has testimonials. How it works. Choose the occasion. Tell us about the person and the message you have for them. A Peter will be turning nine soon, and he needs some encouragement to help make friends at school. He's a smart kid, and his parents love him very much. Your video gets created and sent within hours, and then underneath that, there's a picture of Jesus. And it says, it's an unforgettable gift, perfect for uh, different occasions in life. And then here are some examples. This is a special message for Maria. Here's a special message for Maria. It's taking me to YouTube. Hello, Maria. Blessings to you. I hope this message finds you surrounded by joy and love. I've heard that you're a wonderful girl, full of kindness, bright smiles, and a heart that shines like a beacon of light. 
It's truly a blessing to have someone like you, Maria, bringing happiness to those around you. Remember, Maria, you are special and loved. Just as the lilies in the field bloom beautifully without worry, so are you cared for and cherished. In moments when you might feel unsure or face challenges, remember that you're never alone. Courage and strength are within you, Maria, and there's a wonderful plan for your life. Keep learning, exploring, and dreaming, Maria. The world is an amazing place, and you have so many gifts to share with it. May your days be filled with laughter, your heart with love, and your path with blessings. Hello, Maria. Blessings to you. That is creepy and blasphemous. I have no other words for it. You click on it, it takes you to a YouTube video as an example, and it's like this computer-generated Jesus saying this message that someone gave them to get. So literally you're putting words into the mouth of Jesus that Jesus never spoke, never said. You're literally putting words into the mouth of Jesus using an image that's supposed to be Jesus. And then Jesus is saying this stuff. This is literally, I, I don't have any words for this. This is, this is insane. This is crazy. This is the antithesis to everything that we would say the Bible teaches. The Bible is not, not about we make, literally, this kind of goes with the famous quote, right? God made man in his image and man returned the favor, right? We, we have re, we have created God in our own image. This is the example of it, right? Here's a Jesus and now Jesus, this is what I want you to say to them. And then, then you send them and I guess this, they get this video. You got to go look at the examples for yourself. Don't take my word for it, all right? On the Sermons 2.0 app, I do not know why this is here. Go down to Features, Personalized Video Messages from Jesus. Click on it. Once you click on it, I want you to follow the link from the Sermons 2.0 app because I don't want you to think I'm making it up. You're going to end up at ChristCameos.com and then down you're going to see Examples. And then that first one was A Special Message for Maria. And it's this image of Jesus supposedly Jesus, and then it's supposedly Jesus saying these things to Maria that Jesus never said. This is literally putting words into the mouth of Jesus. This is crazy. I, I, I'm just, it's blasphemous. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's, I don't understand. Look, I'm a little, I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused. I, I'm a little confused. Now, obviously, a company can do whatever they want. I mean, obviously they can do whatever they want. I mean, I, I mean that, that, but I, I, I feel like we have to at least address it. It's right there. I mean, I'm telling everyone to use the sermons 2.0 app. I'm telling everyone to use it and they're going to see that. Well, if it's on the sermons 2.0 app, then it looks like that they support this kind of thing, which is kind of odd because you have to sign a doctrinal statement to even get your sermons on their platform. And if your sermon, if your sermons don't agree with their thing, they will pull it down. Well, I don't know if you're going to have personalized video messages from Jesus as a feature. I don't know then what sermon could violate any statement. Oh, like, like, <laughs> I, I, if that's accepted, then what sir? I mean, I don't even, I think maybe you have to readdress even having a statement of faith for sermons posted on the platform. Just open it up to everybody. I, that, I don't, I don't get that. That is just odd. I mean, I it, it's it's not like I would look at that as something 
when I look at that, I don't see it as something promoting Christianity. I look at something that's mocking it. It's making a, it's, it's making a, it's making a mockery out of Christianity. It's making a mockery out of Jesus. It's literally, to me, blasphemous. It's almost like, you know, oh, hey, hey, let's, let's, let's send a gag gift to our friend. Hey, I'm going to send you a, I'm going to send you a gift. And let me tell you, it's going to be very special this year because my gift is going to come from Jesus, right? It's almost like mocking because it's not a video message from Jesus. It's a video message from you where you're telling a computer-generated Jesus what to say. It's a, mo- it's a mockery of Jesus. It's a mockery of Christianity. It's a mockery of anything. I, I am baffled by it. I, 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 I would have never, ever thought it would be that. I, I, I don't know how long it's been there. I don't know how long it's been there. I, if it's been there, I've, I never pay attention to the features. I just don't. I don't really ever pay attention to the features because I know someone paid to get the ad there. And I know that I should probably look to see if there's anything good because someone paid money to have it there. I mean, that's my understanding of how features work. I could be wrong. If it's not, if someone didn't pay to get it there, then someone just put it there, which would be, I don't know which, which, which would be worse. They just put it there. Or they took money from someone to put it. I don't know which would be worse. I don't know which would be worse. I mean, if that can go there, why can't go there? I mean, can Joel Olstein put a feature there? Can Kenneth Hagen? Can I Benny Hinn? Can I mean Joyce Meyer? I mean, I, I mean, what what would be the what would be like? No, we can't accept. I mean that. I mean, what could be worse than that? Bethel. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just baffled. So I, yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Everyone go check it out for themselves. Just check it out for themselves. If you're using the Sermons 2.0 app, if you don't, go download it really quick. Go down to features and there it is. Personalized video messages from Jesus. Unique and meaningful gift messages from Jesus Christ to your loved ones. You click on it and you're going to go to ChristCameos.com. For those who don't have the Sermons 2.0 app, I, I still challenge you to download the, sermon, download the Sermons 2.0 app so you can follow it from there. But then there you have it. It, look, it can't be real. This looks like such a scam. I guess you don't even have to technically write out the whole message. I guess what you do, uh, oh, it costs you $7 to create yours. So $7 for someone to get a customized video, supposedly from Jesus. You give the name of the recipient, so whoever you want to send it to, the occasion. Then you offer important details about their lives, their email, the recipient's email. And then I guess they just kind of put some stuff together and then boom, 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 boom. They put, so you don't have to get, you don't have to specifically tell them, but the, the first example that they give here is, I guess this is what they tell them. Like Peter will be turning nine soon and he needs some encouragement to help make friends at school. He's a smart kid and his parents love him very much. So then, so then you'll, that Peter gets a message in his email that's supposedly from Jesus and it's a video and it's like, Hey, Peter, you know, you're an amazing kid. You're one. I mean, of course, they don't know anything about Peter other than what someone said. Hey, you're a wonderful, amazing kid. And you know, if you'll do this, you'll make friends. I don't know what it's supposed to say. I, I, it's just insane. Do we want to hear another example? 
There was there was Maria. Okay. Uh, oh, here's a happy birthday message for Sierra. Let me click on this one. Here we go. Happy birthday, Sierra. Blessings to you on this special day, a day when the Lord's wonderful creation, that is you, graced the world. Sierra, in the Bible, it is written that every good and perfect gift is from above. James 1.17 Today, as you celebrate another year of life, I hope you see yourself as one of those gifts. Your passion for painting reminds me of the beauty of creation. Just as the Lord painted the skies and landscapes with his words, you bring life to canvas with your hands and heart. In the Psalms, David sang of how we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, 14. See it. Does, Je- does Jesus need to quote scripture? Like, does he have to give the scriptural reference? Can't he just say it? Okay, all right, I don't know. Every stroke of your brush, every color you blend, is a testament to that wonder. It's a reflection of the Creator's touch within you. As you embark on another year, remember the words from Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Oh, okay. I'm done. I'm done. All right. I'm not even going to play the rest of it. Jeremiah 29, 11. I, I, is there a passage that's more abused and ripped out of context than that? Unless Sierra came out of Babylonian captivity, it's not for her. Okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, you got to go watch them. You got, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I have literally no idea how this got there. It is a mystery beyond all comprehension. I'm going to try to get some answers to why it's there. Maybe this just a new, maybe they just have a new policy that, you know, hey, sermons require adherence to a, a, um, sermons require adherence to a statement of faith, but People who, I because I, I guess features has to be someone pay, taking ads out. They, they placed an ad. I guess the ads do not have to then meet any criteria. Um, and, and I guess you could draw a distinction. One's a sermon, one's an ad, but the ad's on the very app where the sermons are, right? So if you're sitting there looking for sermons and you see a feature, and if you're on, if you're on the Sermons 2.0 app, because you're like, oh, all of these sermons have to sign a statement of faith to be on here. Here's the statement of faith. All right, so I know that these are like conservative, non-charismatic type messages, okay? They may have a wide range of theological differences, but they're not charismatic, you know. I mean, you could, we could talk about the statement of faith. Then you would assume that when you see a feature, and again, the feature doesn't tell you that it's a paid ad. Like, there's what it should, instead of saying features, it should be, it should be ads, right? It should be featured ads, something along that, because features, when, if, when I see the word features, I think that they are telling me, check this out. But if it's paid ads, then it should be featured ads, feature, featured advertisements. Then I would know, oh, these are advertisements. And then they could put a little statement on there that the uh, adver- the advertisers uh, these advertisements may or may not be in agreement with the statement of faith of sermonaudio.com or something along those lines. So then people would at least know, okay, this is, the people paid to get their content on here, but that doesn't mean that this content is in agreement with the statement of faith of the site. I think you could, you could work it that way, but it's just crazy. So irregardless, irregardless that it's on the Sermons 2.0 app, it's the fact that it exists. <laughs> Who in their right mind would like, I'm going to drop $7 for you to make a 
a, a, a video, you, you give me a computer I- image of Jesus that moves his mouth, supposedly giving message to someone. Like, I, I don't know. The whole thing just seems like it seems blasphemous. It seems dirty. It seems questionable. It seems like a scam. It seems mocking. Is it just me or am I, or, or, or am I missing something here? You go look at it for yourself again. If you click on it, you can find it at ChristCameos.com. ChristCameos, run together, ChristCameos.com. If you're not listening to me on this, if you're not on the Sermons 2.0 app and you don't want to go download the Sermons 2.0 app, just go to ChristCameos.com and you can look at it for yourself. You can give me your own assessment of what this is. I'm supposedly they have a thousand plus five star review. The whole thing just seems scam. Like there's no way they have a thousand plus five star reviews. There's just no way there can't be a thousand people who would even take this serious. There can't be. Tell me, please tell me there can't be. Please tell me there can't be. Right. Because I'm in the wrong business. Right. I'm in the wrong business. Instead of turning on the microphone, working hour and hour after hour, trying to produce content. What I need to do is just come up with the most a worthless scam in the history of mankind, throw in a little Jesus to it, and I guess I can make some serious money. There's just no way. Th- those, those, those reviews have to not, those reviews have to be fake. I don't know where the five-star reviews come from. I don't know because I'm trying to click on it. They got testimonials and they all have five stars, but I don't know where the five stars come from. And those names sound very like, those names Everything about the, the ads here just looks like this one says, I gifted a Christ cameo for my sister's wedding and it was a hit. The personalized touch made it so special and memorable. It's an, an, an innovative way to convey blessing and love. If, if you gave that to someone for a wedding present and it was a hit, the only thing that should have been hit should have probably been someone hitting you for wasting $7 to send that to him for a while. Okay, not, I'm not actually promoting physical violence, okay? But I'm, that is ridiculous. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. How did this end up there? How did this even come into it? Well, I know I can understand how it comes into existence. Like, I got no problem with that. There's always people looking for quick ways to make a, make a dollar. I, I got no problem with that. That's, that's the wonderful world of capitalism. If you can come up with an idea and you can find an audience and, they, and you can find, you know, people who will support it, you can find customers. Great. More power to you. Wonderful. I, I don't know why anybody would do this, but okay. But I am just a little perplexed. And how it ends up on the Sermons 2.0 app. I am a little perplexed and how it ends up there. Now, I could be completely wrong. Maybe there is no, they will accept ads from anyone. Right. But I just, all I would say is I don't think it should be called features. I think it should be called featured advertisements. And the following advertisements may or may not reflect the theological stance or the uh, the statement of faith of sermonaudio.com or something along that line. It may be in agreement or, or in disagreement. It does not necessarily reflect the views of Sermon Audio or something along, or it does not reflect the views of Sermon Audio or its broadcasters. I mean, there's something you could put there. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I wanted to just point this out because I'm just baffled by it. I'm just confused by it tonight. 
<laughs> First Samuel 4 looks far more interesting than ChristCameos.com. The email that I received with, you know, telling me that I don't, you know, all the things I do wrong, uh, that is more in- interesting than ChristCameos.com. So you look at it, you investigate it, you tell me what you can discover. Is it, is, is it for real? I mean, I guess it's for real. I'm not going to pay $7 to see exactly oh, to, ex- to see exactly what I'm going to get. I'm not going to do that. I wonder if you can get it to send a personalized message, one of judgment and condemnation. Hey, there's this really bad person who's going to jail, and I want you to send them a message from Jesus telling them that what they did was horrible. I wonder if they would do that for $7. I wonder. I wonder if they would do that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Oh, wait, it says, hang on. If I'm not happy with the video, we aim for 100% satisfaction. If you're not happy with your video, please contact us and we will work with you to make it right. Hey, if Jesus didn't say what I wanted him to say, just contact us and we'll make Jesus say exactly what you wanted him to say because we want you to be 100% satisfied. Isn't it it great? I mean, to me, in some ways, it's this strange, weird (laughs) illustration of modern day Christianity. There's a Jesus. We tell him what to say, and we want 100% satisfaction. And if Jesus doesn't say what we say, we're going to make sure he says what we say till we get what we want. It, 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 I, like if someone was mocking Christianity, I don't know if they could do a better job than this. All right. Email me news. If at yahoo.com news, if at yahoo.com. If you have noticed that feature there on the sermons 2.0 app before today, can you tell me when the first time you noticed it? Because I've never noticed it. I've never noticed it. Now I don't look, I'm telling you, I don't look at the features. I just don't. Typically if I'm going, I'm going straight to the discovery tab and I'm looking for newest sermons, or I'm looking for a sermon on a specific passage of scripture or topic or theological subject or church history topic or whatever the case may be. I've never looked at the features, which means, you know, which is probably bad because if people are paying to be there, uh, well, they're not getting anything from me. Well, this one's getting something from me. Personalized video message from Jesus. I think the original person who contacted me about this said that they thought it was a sermon at first and they were going to click on it to go, what in the world is a sermon about? And then they clicked on it and it took them away from the app to a website and then that ChristCameos.com. And then they're like, you've got to look at this. And I'm like, no, I don't have to look at this. In fact, I shouldn't have looked at this. In fact, in some ways, no one should, but in other ways, everyone should. And then you can tell me what you think. Okay, I'll stop. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. God bless.